are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Today's program is dedicated to the girls, to the sisterhood, to the book club girls. Wherever you are, ladies, thank you so much because you know you started this three years ago. My book club has been going for three years. So today's show is just... To the amazing ladies that I cannot say each name, um, but they know themselves. And I know you are online ladies. And big ups, big ups, big ups. Yeah. I see myself appointed number one fan is in the house. Lisa Romasangu. Thank you, thank you, girl. Thank you. But to honor today, we're talking sisterhood. And on the book nook, as usual, from six to seven, you're with me, Bonipule. And we've got an amazing guest who's going to be talking to us about sisterhood, mm. which is what the book nook is all about. That's how it started. Yeah. We've got Christelle Mbuyamba. Hello, ma'am. Hi, ma'am. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm excited to be here. Ah, we are so excited <laughs> to have you, because yeah. I was struggling to say, what am I going to be talking about on yeah. my one-year anniversary? Oh, yes. And look at, the, look at God. God. He yes. reminded me that... Mm. For me to get to the book nook, mm. it was because of sisterhood. Oh, okay. And when I picked up under my sister's wings, mm. I was like, wow. The perfect match. The perfect match. <laughs> Can we dedicate this one to the girls? I'm privileged. So please, you must know <laughs> that you're talking to a very, very special crowd mm. today. It's an honor. It's really an honor for us to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank Can you please do the honors of introducing yourself to the mm. Hope Alive online radio listeners so yes. that they know who we are mm. talking to today? Uh, in a nutshell, <laughs> I'm not going to keep you too long. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a lot we need to talk about. A lot we need to talk under about. Under my sister's wings. Yes, and one hour is not enough. No, definitely not. <laughs> First of all, thank you for having me. It's really a privilege to be here on your radio. I really thank you and thank the crowd and God. My name is Christelle Zeban Buyamba, as you've just read on the book. I am, okay, a daughter of God. I'm a child of God. I am a mom by gift. It's mm. grace. Mm. I am a sister. And I'm just a passionate person about writing. Oh. That's all I can say in short. I'm a servant of God as well. That's beautiful. Mm. And this is your first novel? This is a novel. Yes, I I can describe it like that. I can describe it as a novel. Mm. At first, I didn't know what to call it. But it's making more sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you just write your first book, you're like, okay, I intended for it to be a fiction, but is it a fiction? Is it a non-fiction? I was wondering. (laughs) I was wondering as I read it, is this fiction? Is there some reality to this story? Or what is going on? Yes, that's why I need people like you to actually evaluate. Now we have a name, a genre for this type of book. That is beautiful. How how did you decide? So your book is called Under My Sister's Wings. When did you write this book? Um, I've been writing for quite some time, but I can say I wrote it in 2020, um, just beginning of 2020, that's when I wrote this book, actively for like three weeks, a full three weeks. Just sitting and reading? Wasn't that the beginning of COVID? Yeah, it was the beginning, when it actually hit hard, 
it was it must have been march sorry march yes. when it just started hitting hard 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 and we were all locked down and yes. sitting at home yes oh yes. that is beautiful yeah what made you decide to write a book <sighs> i can say the holy spirit the holy spirit because when covid hit hard i remember being laid off from work immediately being laid off I was really grateful though I'm like okay I haven't lost my job but within 2 weeks or 3 weeks they may call me so uh, I became very depressed you know you used to going to work and mm. you know just it's like a sense of purpose that was no longer there yes so I was just sitting at home cleaning and cooking and then I'm like something is missing mm. yes I'm happy to be home and resting mm. but something is missing yeah and it was almost like every day you know the pain and the emptiness the void became more pronounced i was almost searching for something and then i started praying to god like god i mean i have family i've got my husband i've got my children i've got siblings yes mm. we don't see each other every day but why am i feeling like something is really really missing was my joy dependent on my job mm. on my career mm. now i spent some time in prayer uh, feeling still depressed and empty i was asking for god to just reveal to me what is it that i'm feeling why am i feeling depressed i'm not that type and then one day i think the holy spirit must have been leading me on that day i just switched on my tv i wanted to escape a bit you know in mm. your thoughts you know you just browsing here and there and then i just fell on one of uh, the videos the sermon by pastor the late mars moro yes yes that one was a you know life changing i can call it event or an encounter because you were speaking about you know the wealthiest place in the world yes. <laughs> i don't know if you know yes. that sermon yes for some reason that sermon was it hit me that day. it wasn't the first time that i've heard of it i've yeah. heard people speaking about it yeah. and myself i watched it maybe once or twice yes. <laughs> but that day the holy spirit wanted me to pay attention mm. Mm. so i'm like okay I think there's something yeah let me you know sometimes you just switch on and then you browse you you yes, move on to something you else yeah I've heard this I've listened to this yes. but that day was like hold on just listen you know mm. and then he was talking about you know the wealthiest place. place in the world mm. and he said um it's right there in, in your neighborhood mm. yes mm. it's not your gold mines mm -mm. in kimberley he specifically right. mentions that africa the kimberley mines it's not there it's not your famous people you know i don't know some wealthy towns and mm. cities in the world or country it's not so far from you and it is a cemetery mm. in the cemetery you know there are dreams that's mm. never i'm actually emotional that It's, was an I can encounter see that that, that, that yeah. was you know i've been wanting to write for so long but it never came to pass but from that sermon you know from me feeling the void in me and seeking for the voice of god i fell on the preaching of someone who was already late when wow. when passed on I, i never used to really listen to him when he, he was alive i thought you know, he knows a lot you know it's too much information it's information loading mm. but that time i was attracted 
And then you say the cemetery is very wealthy. There are dreams that are buried, mm. dreams that never came to pass, mm. you know, because people were just, you know, distracted, you know, doing their own things that they forgot to work on the purpose you know mm. there are albums music albums that were never released mm. and then now i'm just ending i'm cutting it short he mentioned that there are books that have not been that written have never re been written or released oh my god that one <laughs> changed my life forever it changed me i felt like there was a knife in my heart because books yes i've been saying it from the time I was a teenager, maybe one day I'll write a book. And then at one time I was positive that I will write a book. I was sharing it with the close friends and sisters mm. to say, <coughs> thank you, to say that I will release a book one day. But no matter how hard I, I tried, it never came to pass. But that time I'm like, this is it. This is it. I don't know where to start from. You know, yes, I've got, you know, some draft in my diaries, in my, some way in the house, things that don't make sense, you know. I'm even like, what am I going to call this book, you know. I came up with titles that did not make sense. Everything was just in shamble. But I was like, I'm going to give it a try. If God permitted for me to listen to the sermon so randomly, just when I needed, you know, that upliftment, God has to be saying something. Let me start researching. <coughs> oh. And Holy Spirit, first of all, I need to know what genre I'm going to write. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I used to get confused between fiction and not fiction. Yes, you know? yes I, I always used to write as a child, but not necessarily reading a lot like you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to go there? <laughs> yes, I had to mention that because it, it takes a lot of commitment to, um, to, to read a lot. So I knew that I was a writer. Specifically, I, I, I used to flow writing, you know, from every day I kept a diary. So this time I'm like, God, I think this is it. Let me research. Okay, what do I want to convey? You know, what message do I want to convey? What has been in my heart all this time, you know? And why uh, God has made me to listen to Miles Moro, Pastor Miles Moro, when he specifically says that there are books that were never released. I never want to be among those people, you know? When I leave this world, I live with a dream, unfulfilled desire, <clears throat> unfulfilled ambition and goals. You know, it all goes down on me. I refuse that. I want to leave a legacy. One day when I'm not there, my boys will say, this is mama. She wrote this. Amen. Mm, this Amen. is my sister. My sisters will say that and my brothers and my parents like, oh, she left us something, you know. Amen. God forbid that I leave before You're them. You're not going to leave before them. It's not going to happen. Amen. But a beautiful book that you wrote. Yeah. I mean, the books. Um, mm. the book is titled Under My Sister's Wings. Mm. I, for, for the purpose of the listeners, you're yes. going to have to explain why. I, 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 I've read the book yeah. and it is Under My Sister's Wings. Yeah. I mean, I, I really love yes. it. How did you yes. come up with yes. the name Under My Sister's yes. Wings? Yes, yes, yes. So um, when I was writing, actually before I started writing, I was so I was obsessing about getting a title for the book 
getting a title, a title like I was saying just now, like what was in me. I had a vision to bring women together. I had a vision to bring unity among women, you mm. know. I had this sisterhood thing in me. Mm. I even started a ministry at, at that time just to get her together as women and encourage one another because I was recovering from so much. That's a topic for another day. So I said to myself, I'm going to call this book, you know. Um, okay, maybe I shouldn't mention it. My sister's keeper. And then I spoke to my sister. She's like my younger sister. She's like, it's it's really nice. I love it. But it sounds too cliche. It's a yes. deja vu. Because, I mean, there are movies. And then it's, it's yeah. pretty obvious. You know, just ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. You can spice it up. You know, bring a twist to, <laughs> yes, yes, to the same title. And then I was like, okay. Uh, my husband was like, stop obsessing about the name. Right, flow. Yes. You will be surprised that the name will come, come. after. Yeah. So that's how I started writing without knowing how I'm gonna call it. And then I was, as I was writing, things started shaping up. You know, when the Holy Spirit is involved, mm. it just started shaping up. And then, bingo! I was just like under my sister's wings. It is definitely <laughs> under my sister's wings. So um, yes. just. For, the, for our listeners out there, um, mm. our contact line is, our WhatsApp line n- number is 067-153-1089. You are with me, Bonipule, on the book Nook. And in studio, we've got Christelle Nzebambuyamba. She's or the author of the book, Under My Sister's Wing. Mm. Thank you. The book is about female sisterhood, mm. friendship. Yeah. It, it brings a whole lot of issues. Like when I was reading it, I was like, Christelle, we need to unpack this. We need to unpack this. You're yeah. just touching on these things because you bring in a lot of things. You yes. talk about betrayal. Yeah. You talk about depression. You talk about childbearing. You talk about um, uh, rejection. Yes. Things that we go through. GBV. I, tell me about yeah. it. How did you decide to write about these events these things issues that us as females go through go through um okay let me just say that i wanted to write fiction first of all because i could escape you know i could go outside my boundaries yes (laughs) i could get more creative Mm. you know and by me writing fiction i wouldn't be i wouldn't seem like i'm patronizing people come across like I know it all. Mm-hmm. Like w- it would be the case if I was writing nonfiction. So I wrote this book uh, being inspired. Yes, yes, I was very creative. I imagined things, characters, and so on. Did you imagine these characters? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I wow. do have a crazy <laughs> mind. Girl, we need to talk about imagination because I could see people I know in those characters. Yes, yes. But Jeez. listen, but listen. Yes, uh, it's true that uh, imagine stuff, but. But um, I was inspired from real people as well, okay. including myself. Okay. So it does feel that you know these people because I believe that in your surrounding, surely someone is being abused, a woman. Yeah. Someone is being beaten up, you know. Mm. Someone has low self-esteem. Mm. Someone is depressed. Mm. Someone it's it's things that affect all of us. Mm. So you cannot say that this is just imaginative. It is, yes, but I had to bring in, you know, real issues of life, you know, for it to make sense and for it to impact, you know, the sisters out there. Wow. So yes, I would be like, ah, oh, 
this is something that I went through. I want to write about it. But for me to write about it, I need consent from this person and that person and that. Yes. It becomes, it's dragging the whole process. And then I was like, okay, I'm still going to write about myself. <laughs> but, 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 I always but, say but. that when I see somebody writing fiction, yes. I always love and say, this is a brilliant person. Because like you say, fiction gives you the license yes, to, to go make errors crazy. as well. Yes. To make errors to just, you know, to let yourself flow, flow. to let yourself go into wonderland yes. and bring everything that you yes. want to. So yes. that was brilliant. Yes, and the best part of it, the readers will not be so hard on you. Yes. yes. So, so it gave me room, especially as a first-time writer, to just have that um, room to make an error, a mistake. You know, yes. I don't know, know it all. Yes. It's my first time to write. So by writing fiction, I would actually make errors obviously even if i say something that don't make sense they'll be like oh, it's fiction it's fiction it's not real <laughs> it's not real but it was so real because mm. you also brought in mm. the covid fact and that is why yeah. i asked when did you write this yes. because you brought the effect of covid yes. into the yes. ladies yes. lives yes 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 that's true that's true no so i, I told you i released the book in 2022 eh Yes, in yes. 2022, I'm, yes. I'm very sorry. So I started being in, inspired during COVID yeah. and then started drafting, but I became more serious about it the year after 2021. Okay, yes, after yes. the whole COVID. Yes, yes. But I actively wrote it, you know, just during that transition. Yeah. I, I, I love the way you mm. brought all these females with their mm. different... Um, issues mm. with their different life events mm. together and mm. you know threaded their lives together it, mm. it was just amazing how you did it mm. so well mm. Mm. Um, what did it take for you to do that mm. is, is it something that you've witnessed in your own life mm. where female sisters came together and held each other's hand mm. and uplifted each other so mm. much like we see it in mm. Under My Sister's Wings mm, 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 mm. yes I mean like I was just saying now having gone through hardship myself you know my sisters were there for me yes I was Christian yes I was born again yes I was strong yes I felt like you know what I can do this mm. but at the end of the day I was still weak you know, I needed someone to speak to. I needed someone to hold my hand and intercede with me. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So for me to see my sisters, to just be like, oh, no, you don't have to do this. You're not feeling well. I, I will help you take the kids uh, at crash. I'll look after your children uh, when no one can, you know. I realized that, yes, I have been the strongest person, but I was at a point of breakdown. And that is when my sisters played that amazing amazing role and that's really like was such an inspiration to me it was just amazing and i realized that every sister needs a sister we don't know it all no matter how strong mentally we are no matter how um consistent and resilient we are we always need that one person you know to say that go to bed i'll make supper for you you know now take care of yourself i will clean the house for you mm. go to prayer i will do this for you you know mm. we need so it was actually first of all myself my own life that inspired me and then when i also looked at the women you know when you go through some stuff people actually do come and you overcame people mm. come to you and confine in you mm. this is what i'm going through this mm. is what's happening to me this mm. this this and you also so learn from their experiences you mm. know you're like oh my god i 
I thought that I was going through the hardest time, mm. but this person actually is going through even worse than, than myself. Mm. So I always draw inspiration from such. I will draw inspiration from this person and that and that, you know, and then I just try to imagine a life around that and a storyline and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. Yes. No, it was really beautiful. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Yeah. And I know that you've also got a beautiful song that you love that yes. um, I'd love to play yeah. for you just for you to take a breather. Yes, yes. Um, and which song touches you the most that we can play for you? At the moment, it's um, really Pastor Natalia uh, Basse. Yes. Has a pastor. And uh, my favorite song is Jesus Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a short break yes. and play that song for you. <laughs> our beautiful author. Thank you so much. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. What a beautiful, beautiful yes. song. Jesus and has done it. He has done it. <laughs> a year in the sisterhood, overcoming the challenges. Yes. That is what it's all about. Yeah. Happy birthday again. And happy birthday to the book nook a year old. <laughs> <laughs> I done did it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much to the team who's helped me go through this mm -hmm. one. Yeah. We are on Hope Alive Online Radio, <coughs> Shaping Minds for a Better Future. It's the book nook with me, Bonipule, and in studio we've got Christian Nzemba Buyamba. Thank Do I you. say that correctly? Yes, extremely correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing it the whole week. I was like, when I go in air, I must say these names correctly. Yeah, I can't reproach. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, ma'am. Yeah. So let's pick it up from where we left it. Mm. We were talking about your book, Under mm. My Sister's mm. Wings. Mm. And I need to read this phrase because, mm. yes, like, before <laughs> you can even continue, okay. it caught me. It mm. says, under my sister's wings is where I hide, mm -hmm. find shelter, and feel mm -hmm. protected. <coughs> it is where I support healing, and I find support, healing, and comfort. This is my sister's keeper, and mm. this is home. Yes. Your book is home. <laughs> it is home, yes. But interesting enough, your book is centered around a children's home because yes. all the activities that mm. happen with all the ladies that you talk mm. about going mm. through their different mm. um, life events, mm. they are all centered around a children's home. Yes. Why did you mm. use that particular location yes, to yes. get all these ladies to be, yeah, to be. meeting there yes. and all their lives be centered around a children's home? Yes. Uh, what I can tell you is it's not like I planned it like that to have a home in a children's home in the book, but it's only as I was writing and then I realized that, no, this inspiration could not have come from me because I was seeing the relationship between sisters, you know. Mm -hmm. I wanted to highlight more the part of finding coverage under your sister's, you know, uh, shelter, shelter or you know your sister that's very caring and nurturing you just feel you know that comfort when you're next to them so there's a relationship here of a sister to sister and you know with the orphanage or the shelter you mm. know shelter is giving the same comfort to the children and these sisters are also offering to one another that you know shelter that's coverage and the comfort so uh, it has to be <laughs> the relationship oh, between man. the the two 
the two. But it yes. was a glue that just brought it all together so well. Yes. I mean, to the listeners out there, when you read the book, you, you'll just feel like yeah. this home is where you find everything, everything positive. Yes, yes. It just found the positive in the ladies. Yes. How did you manage to find this positive spirit yes. out of these ladies, despite yes, yes. all the yes. things that they were going through? Yes, yes. I read um, um, a few books about one of my favorite uh, writers, Anne Lamont. Uh, one day she commented, as an author, you have to remain faithful to the message that you have to convey. And mm. my message was shelter, you know, coverage, protection, you know, you, just, you know, the love that you get from a sister that truly and genuinely cares for you, which is the same role that these pastors that own that house were offering to all these women that were rejected and abused, whatever. They played a role of a sister, you know. Mm. So for me, it was very vital that I remain to the message that I wanted to convey, you know, the message of being there for one another, sisters protecting one another. We're not in competition. Mm. I'm here to help you. Mm. And by me helping you, it, I don't mean to mock you. Mm. One day I may find myself in the same situation that you're going through now mm -hmm. you know so I, I have that you know the right I, I need to help you mm -hmm. because I mean what kind of a sister will that make me if I see my own sister struggling and then I'm just like oh you know mm -hmm. so I had to remain faithful and consistent to, to my message so there, there were time I was deviating from the subject I wanted to like you've noticed my imagination imagination goes very wild <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to. You're writing yes. fiction, girl. <laughs> yes, my imagination is very crazy. But I was like, okay, come back, okay? Stay true to the message. Stay true to the message. I, I kept telling myself, I kept asking people around me, am I making sense? Please read. Am I making sense? Does it sound like, you know, um, no, it's making sense, okay? It, what is the message that I'm conveying? I'm not love. Oh, it's comfort. It's shelter. It. I'm like, I'm on the right track. So the yeah. role that the sisters are playing with themselves, you know, being there for one another, it's the same role that the shelter and the pastors are playing towards the children and towards the young yeah. uh, ladies that have been, you know, sheltered. But you did, you, you did something else that I really, really must um, applaud you on. Mm. Despite talking about sisterhood, you mm. also brought the male Mm. that support us mm -hmm. into the picture, mm -hmm. which was like really brilliant. When mm. I saw you do that, I was mm. like, I like this. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. Mm -hmm. You brought in, mm -hmm. um, I know you brought in the mm -hmm. caretaker mm -hmm. um, who fell in love with one of the ladies. Yes. You brought in Agatha's husband yes. into the picture because you, you just didn't stick to just mm. the sisters. You, yes. you brought in the male yes. support side of it. Yes. Why did you do that? Why did you find it necessary to do that? Uh, it, it wasn't intentional, to be honest, but I must say that even as writing, as a writer or the way I was writing, I didn't want to tint anyone's image. I don't want mm. to make... Um, the males look like monsters, you mm. know. Yes, there are males that's abusive and all that, like some of the characters mm. I probably mentioned in the yeah, book. The book yeah. But my message was not to make males look like the evil, you know. Mm. Like today in our societies, many women are like, oh, I'm better off without a man. Well, 
cases to cases differs, but mm. at, at the end of the day, we need one another. Mm. And needing one another, it's not just among us women to women, needing a, each other as a sister, as support system and whatever. Sometimes you need that male partner, mm. you know, a, a good male partner, a husband or a friend or, and so on. So mm. my um, ambition, yeah, my goal was not to tint the image of males, you mm. know, because there was a male in the book that was beating up mm. the, the, the girlfriend mm. or the the partner mm. so yes I, I mentioned that because it is a reality mm. some men are actually very abusive but mm. that was not my goal maybe in the next book <laughs> but this one was more about sisterhood so yes I touch a bit of on abuse and bad uh, husbands mm. but my goal was not to make them look uh, evil mm. yeah that's not that wasn't my message beautiful <laughs> that is beautiful yes. and as you were writing this book you you did say you brought yourself into the book and mm. i'm looking at the focus now i'm challenging you on this one and i'm gonna cha <laughs> the that challenge is tough <laughs> it's, it's a tough challenge it's getting tougher <laughs> <laughs> because I'd, I'd like that one yes. of, when one of the mm. listeners are reading the book they should go oh is that her <laughs> so there are four characters, mm. main characters that I can think of in this mm -hmm. book is Fatu. Yes. Um, that's the lady who yes. went through a lot in terms of mm. um, abuse, mm. GBV, and mm. wanting to commit suicide. Mm. Mm. Safi is her friend as well who's mm. been going, who's, who's gone through mm. the same kind mm. of journey. Mm -hmm. Agate has gone through betrayal. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm so impressed. <laughs> Yo, you know all the characters. <laughs> Even more than me. <laughs> and Auntie Prue as well has gone through rejection from her kids. Yes. Which one of these ones do you yeah. relate much more closely yes. to as, I, as, as, as Christelle? I confirm that you are challenging me. <laughs> I did. I did. The I challenge did is real. I'm really going to challenge you on the, this the, the one. The challenge is real. Um, I could be all of them, but because you've asked me to just pick one. <laughs> Why could you be all of them before you pick one? Yo. Because they're each um, surviving something and they're coming out victorious. Okay. But I'm going to pick the one that I think we, everyone can identify with because... Um, she was in an abusive relationship. Yes, it may not have been marriage, but she was yes. abused. Uh, there was a, a stage where she didn't have an income. There was a stage where she went through depression. Yeah. You know, there was a stage where she had to relocate to leave a comfort zone. Mm. There was a stage where she was rejected. Mm. There was a stage where she, she, she had... She lost her child. She lost... <laughs> there's so much. There was a, you know, a stage where she had backslidden. Mm. You know? Yes. 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 She couldn't pray. She didn't yeah. find, you know, like... It's, it's a lot. Yo. It's a lot. It's a lot for one person. I don't know if it's possible in real life. <laughs> hey, you are allowed to have created this character, Christelle. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. I'm assuming you are going more Fatu. for Fatu. Fatu. Fatu Mata. Why Fatu? Because I found myself in Fatu mm. on so many levels. And I think maybe you have somehow or other readers, you know, this that's one thing that she's recovered from. And you're like, oh, if she did it, I can also do it. Yeah. Yes. So Fatu. Yes, definitely. But she's 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 the strongest. She's a very strong character. I mean, she comes through all yes, these yes, and she yes. comes out yeah. a winner. A she winner. she really yes. is a survivor. She is a survivor. I actually intended Agate to be 
the main role, the main, uh, male, um, main character. But it's turning out like Fatou is. We should... The listeners out there have to read the book to get to understand uh, and know these characters because <laughs> it's four ladies who mm. show resilience, yes. who show support with yes. each, uh, with, uh, within um, a period where they're going through the most. Yes. But they're able to give each other support, support yes. and able to lift each other yes. when they need it the most. Yes. I don't, I, I, you know, I, I marvel at the way you were able to just do this. Mm. And... I'm so glad you're saying that it comes from real life support yes. that you've seen. Yes. How did you feel about it after you'd written this and you read the book? How did it ma make you feel reflecting on the support that you've had from your sisterhood? Sometimes I cry because cry for gratitude. Mm -hmm. mm, because even as I was writing the book, there were times I was shedding tears. I was like, I'm writing about myself, you know? I'm writing about myself and then for something like that to actually, you know, wear clothes. Yes. <laughs> to yes, become real, to yes, have flesh, you know, yes, on the bones. Yes. For me, it was the biggest, biggest achievement of my time. Uh, and I'm like, when I'm gone one day, I leave something. Mm. And it's not something I could have done alone. Um, I did that with the support of a male figure, yes. my husband. That's yes. why I'm, I was telling you that there are good men yes. out there. And then my sisters, of course, because there were a time, I speak about rejection as well, because there were a time we went through so much, you know, we've located in this country and then suddenly our dad was having difficulties. You know, it wasn't so easy for him to send us money and so on. Mm. And there's not so many people that can help you in such times. Mm. We had to have being young adults and still having to go to school and mm. stuff. So I talk about um, somehow being felt like you're alone, you're on your own. Mm. As a teenager, we were not even 16 years. <laughs> oh so we, that's why we had this complicity, you know, like mm. as sisters, like, mm. I have your back. Mm. You know, my money is your money. We never had this thing. I leave 10 right now. Oh, it's my money. Don't touch it. No, she leaves it there. I can use it. If yeah. that, So that's how, because we were there for, for each, <laughs> we were other. each other, sister's mm. keeper. That's why I mm. wanted to call the book My Sister my Keeper. Sister's yeah, keeper, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I can call it Under My Sister's Wings. No, but it, yes. it, it sounds, you know yes. what? It, when you read the book, you can understand why mm. Under My Sister's Wings, because that's where you find the shelter. Yes. That's when the, where the shade is. Yes. That's where, when it's too hot. Yes. Yes. to handle when the sun is burning you yeah, you yeah. know you can go there mm. and your sister will, will provide the shelter yeah. the, the mm. so um just wrap oh my gosh it's already seven minutes oh, to seven. can yes. you believe it <laughs> oh gosh time runs oh, when you're having word. fun tell me about <laughs> it but just wrapping up so what what was what message would you like to put mm. out there um mm. to the listeners regarding mm. the book and the message that you wanted them to get yes both males and, and females. females yes the message is um, we have to find some balance in life, mm. you know, and as strong as we are, like I was just saying it a few minutes ago, we may be very strong, very resilient, but we also have to be honest enough to realize that I've reached a point where I need help, mm. you know, and that help, you know, 
comes from God, yes, but God uses people. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. God uses people in an amazing way that we cannot even believe. God will not come down from heaven and do things for us physically. He mm. will use a channel. He will use a point of contact. Mm. So he will use people. You know, what, what happens when we're sick and we're hospitalized? You know, is it God that brings us food? Mm. You know, no, it will be your mom that will cook for you, or your mm. sister or your, your husband or a sister-in-law or mother-in-law. Mm. So we need to realize and to acknowledge that as strong as we are, as private as we want to be, you know, there comes a point where we have to lay our proud, our guards down mm. and then knock, you know, mm. and then ask for help. Ah. Yes. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. <It's> when <laughs> <laughs> it's my absolute pleasure. I want to do this again. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I think you should do it again. We are gonna find um we're gonna find the slot for you to do it again. But Thank you. we are grateful Thank you that so much. When you were listening to that message from mm. um, Reverend Miles Monroe, mm. it touched your heart forever. And it made you give us this mm. amazing book, yes. which has strong messages for um, males and females at different mm. levels, mm. at different ages. Mm. Um, Praise and God. For all that those that are listening, um, the book is so well written. Well done, Chrissy, as um, Lisejo has just said. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It is. is uh, <laughs> the, the, she's our number one fan on the book, Nook. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't I think happen I'm without be the Oh, <laughs> definitely. Please, ma'am. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, so it, it for me, I, I it touched me. And that is the reason I say mm. you were really God sent because. Amen. For the book club ladies, they become a sisterhood. Oh, yes. Amen. Um, amen. It's, it's gone beyond just being a book club. Amen. And I see us under my sister's wings oh, as well. Oh, praise God. <laughs> Yay. So, so Thank you so much. What does it take to be part of you? a part of you? Come join them and then ask them. <laughs> ladies. Okay, another challenge. There's another challenge for you. There's somebody who would like to join your book club. So let's hear what you've got to say about that. Okay. But um, if um, the listeners or anybody would like to get a copy of the book, mm. where can get the get? Can they get a copy of this um, book? At the moment, I'm not yet on Amazon or any online stuff. I'm working on it. Uh, but I can give, I can share my WhatsApp number. Yes, you may. Yes, so um, it's 079-403-4167. Pop me a WhatsApp text and then I can courier the book to you wherever you are. So South you Africa, add the courier cost the to courier it. Cost. How much is the book? The book is 200 rand. Okay, and, and then you add the courier cost. And then cost. I add the courier. Can yes. you just repeat your number? Your yes, yes, uh, South African number 079 403-4167 Or you can drop a chat on the book nook and we can get a copy of the book for you. Um, it's been an amazing, amazing um, conversation. <laughs> I've enjoyed it to the core, to the fullest. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Yeah, You're meant to enjoy walk it. In the park. No, it was all you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You. Um, we don't take it lightly for you to make time to come into the studio, Crystal, mm. and share your time with us and mm. the listeners on Hope Alive Online yeah. Radio. Yeah. We're shaping minds for a better future, so we are always glad when mm. um, we can host mm -hmm. authors or yes. we can host anybody who can share yeah. their knowledge and they can share um, information with the listeners so yes. we really appreciate it and to our listeners out there thank you so much for once again making time to join the book nook um, and thank you for making 
this show a year old and supporting it because I wouldn't be on air if I didn't have any listeners. So I really appreciate each and every one of you. And please, you're part of the family. So <laughs> let us know what is it that you'd like us to do. Yeah. Let us know if there's anybody you'd like us to interview on the book nook and mm. we'll definitely do that. And because I'm a year old, <laughs> I deserve to take a break. So for the next two Fridays... <laughs> I'll be taking a break to go find some new content. Yes, NK. <laughs> so please be aware that I will be out and I'll be back um, the first week of March. Yeah. But there's definitely going to be the great team out here um, mm -hmm. who will be standing in for me. So enjoy yourselves. Have a lovely week ahead and enjoy your weekend. This is Hope Live Radio, shaping minds for a better future. 